0: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Jeremy Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. There's a lot to get to today. There's a lot going on in the world. Holy cow. I guess we can start here. There's a lot of talk about what's gone on with the financial systems in the United States this week.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Not just one or two bank failures, but the entire system. Yeah. And how did we get here? I mean, what has been the biggest
4: takeaway over the last week for you, David? Uh, that it is uh, justifying my belief that the safest place for my money is in an old mattress <laughs> that's guarded by a rigged-up shotgun.
5: <laughs> Have you gone that far, Scott? Well, I, I'm pu- I, yeah, I'm real close to it. Yeah, at this point in time. I mean, if I had any money to put under there, which I don't. It
0: seems like a lot of these banks, and we'll get into this a little bit more later on I mean were really more concerned about optics mm-hmm. and how woke they appeared to be with their peers than actual banking, like no one was paying attention to risk, no one was paying attention to what the market was doing, or that the Fed was going to increase interest rates i mean it's It's fascinating to watch all of this, and so yesterday, Janet Yellen, Treasury secretary. Is up in front of Congress. And I would say it didn't go the best for her. Um, Because, well, one, you had uh, a Republican say basically, you're lying. Just roll that clip. Any people
6: on Social Security. Then why doesn't the president care? He cares very deeply. Then where is his plan? He stands ready to work
7: with that's a lie address. because when a bipartisan group of senators has repeatedly requested to meet with him about social so that somebody who is a current beneficiary will not see her benefits cut by 24 percent. We have not heard anything on our request.
0: Well, that's tough. Yeah. He, he does care. <clears throat> no, he just got outed. They've been trying to meet about different things and he won't meet with the Republicans.
5: Called her a liar. He did. Yeah, doesn't it doesn't get much worse than
0: that. Um and then this is just a beauty to me. Um Mike Crapo, Republican from Idaho, is you know, asking Janet Yellen some questions. When she gets to the part about Biden being financially responsible, I think that's a little much for all of us. Can
1: you commit at least to
0: negotiate
1: with Republicans as we try to work forward on finding some aspects of fiscal restraint to put into the debt ceiling discussion?
6: Senator Crapo, the president has indicated that he considers it critically important to have a sustainable and responsible fiscal path. (laughs)
0: these are the people that created
4: the problem that we have right now it's so frustrating (laughs) meanwhile we're in court fighting for the right to wave a magic wand and get rid of uh, up to twenty thousand dollars in student loan debt per person yes yeah fiscally responsible and sustainable well
0: as long as it keeps them in office yeah and gets their voting base happy about something i guess This clip goes on.
6: And he's put on the table in the budget um, a number of ideas, many ideas about how to grow the economy while also cutting deficits. And this is a matter that he is very prepared to discuss.
0: David, you all right? It's really early in the show for your glasses to go to your forehead
4: and you start rubbing your eyes. That usually happens in the third hour. I mean, you can't talk about cutting debt. See, the, okay, the the people in the Biden administration they lie all the time about. Uh, oh, this year, this year's budget is is spending less, and oh, we've cut deficit spending relative to the. I mean, just regular ATM withdrawals that were being made in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one with pandemic relief programs and whatnot. Whatnot. So they're counting that money that's no longer being spent for those programs as cutting what they're spending when in fact they are relative to previous budget years actually spending more money and so there is nothing that the biden administration has actually proposed that is really fiscally responsible they're just they're they're, they just lie all the time and isn't it frustrating when you are trying to have a discussion with someone
0: and they regurgitate those points yeah and then you have to explain it Mm -hmm. okay you want more of that, Cliff? Oh, There's sure. still more to go. Yeah,
6: And negotiate with Republicans, but it can't be a condition for raising the debt ceiling. The debt ceiling simply must be raised, and to put at risk uh, the full faith and credit of the United States and to threaten to cause an economic and financial catastrophe isn't an acceptable...
0: Well, I, um, Madam Secretary, you I... Know, you know, You guys spend so much money on nonsense we don't need and then say, well, we got to raise the debt ceiling. Mm -hmm. We have to. It would be irresponsible. No, you've already been irresponsible. The warnings have been there before. And it just keeps happening again and again and again. Well,
5: you know that if you get into a bind and you're... $30,000 Thirty thousand dollars in credit card debt, you just call your credit card company and say, I need twenty more thousand dollars to help yeah. It would be irresponsible right. for you to not give me the money right and, and really quite frankly, the hardship you will, you will put on me makes me suicidal but Yes, <laughs> so I need the money people could die yes, yeah, so I, I really have to have that yes. okay, here's twenty thousand more dollars and then at
0: some point in time, then you would make the argument if you don't wipe away my debt yeah. Okay, that's irresponsible on your part, because you sucked me into borrowing all this money. Yeah, and how do you expect me to live the
5: American dream when I'm I'm drowning in debt? Because of equity. Help me out here.
0: Right. Okay, so more on that a little bit later.
5: Discriminate against bald middle-aged guys.
0: (laughs) Uh. You have a story about sex change
4: operations for kids being normalized in the next couple of years? Oh, yeah. Dr. Rachel Levine, the obese man who thinks he's a woman and serves at the top levels of the Department of Health and Human Services, mm -hmm, Mm. uh, says that sex change operations for kids will be normalized within the next couple of years. Uh, Dr. Levine was speaking at the Connecticut Children's Medical Center about the issue and talking about you know, states like Florida, Tennessee, Texas, that are looking at reining in, you know, castrating children. Oh, my goodness.
8: I think that these attacks are ideologically and politically motivated. Uh, I think they're being done primarily for political purposes throughout the country.
0: Maybe they're to protect kids. Does anyone really think a 12 or 13 year old is ready to make that decision? Yeah. I know this is part of a conversation that gets had now every day. But doesn't it happen to you some days? You're almost mind blown that you're even having the conversation?
5: Yeah. There are parts of me that, that agree with her assessment. It probably will be normalized. I don't no, think won't. so. No. I
4: they're,
2: hope I hope no. she's
5: wrong. No, no there's too
4: many sane people. Yeah, they're they're trying to Golly. go the uh they're trying to tie this or use the playbook that was used for same-sex marriage to this. It's a completely different thing. It is a totally different ball game. And I'll tell you this. It's a small sample size here. But if you have a conversation with somebody who's not, you know, one of the purple-haired freak show people or, right. you know, if you just have a conversation with someone – and I've had this conversation with someone I know who is liberal, very liberal – and was talking about all this anti-trans stuff with kids and saying, like, oh, my gosh, how terrible is it? And then I, you know, as the conversation progressed, I just said, hey, have you ever seen what this looks like to kids? Have you ever seen what the result is physically to healthy kids? And then you show them the pictures that are out there of young girls who've had double mastectomies. I mean, surgeons actually share these as success stories. As soon as this person saw it, they go, Okay, yeah, that's pretty weird. And it's and and that's like a charitable version. Of, yes. And it, it it's like There have no. been people
0: doing this online saying, yeah. Okay, you you want to call it normalized? Yeah. Look at this. This isn't normal. You're, this is damaging kids. You're telling me we just that- <laughs> you know, I worry
5: about the social contagion though. I really do. Yes, but you also
0: have a lot of European nations now saying, no, 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 we're not, we're not doing this anymore. Not till they're 18. This is too crazy. And the litigation involved. Yeah. Um, but Mr. Levine goes on.
8: Um, but I'm a positive and optimistic person. And I choose to be positive positive, optimistic. And I think that the wheel will turn on this. I think that it's not...
0: Where, I bet you anything he's not going to say anything factual in this whole thing.
8: It's all going to be on emotion because it always is. I think that it's not going to be politically advantageous. Uh, it wasn't particularly in 2022. And so I think that as we look to t- all the different elections in 2024, um, I think the next two years are going to be challenging. But I am...
0: No, no, no. Where he's getting it wrong is by saying that. Well, yeah, politically it wasn't advantageous in 2022. Enough people were confused because of the messaging of you're going against just all LGBTQ groups. Like the whole alphabet mafia. You're against everybody. Even gay Americans. No, 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 no. People have been pretty clear. No. Stay away from kids. Stop grooming kids. Stop trying to convince them they're the opposite sex. Stop giving them
8: Hormones and surgeries. Positive and optimistic and hopeful that the wheel will turn after that um, and that uh, this issue won't be as uh, politically and socially such a minefield. Oh, my gosh.
0: This sickness. Now, on a lighter note, you know, the NCAA tournament got underway.
5: Yeah, I watched a bunch of games yesterday.
0: Yeah. And Howard University made it to the tournament. They were, played Kansas. They got beat by 28. Okay. You know, Kamala
5: Harris went to Howard. I, so I hear she's a, an alumnus.
0: Did
4: anybody hear the post-game locker room speech mm-hmm. from Kamala to the team? Oh, was it was very no. Lombardi-esque. This is after they've just got taken a beat down from Kansas? Yes. And they have to sit there and watch. Man, that. Talk about salt on the wound. I woke up to a text
0: this morning from my buddy Brady he says, Dude, this is peak Kamala. You're going <laughs> to love it. And I look at it. I'll just roll it for you. Here you go. To the team. Just lost.
9: You played hard. You played to the very last second. You made all us bisons so, so proud. You hustled out there. You are smart. You are disciplined. You put well, okay, everything to the game. You Freaking
5: are smart? S- Stuart
9: Smalley, isn't it?
5: <laughs> that's, a, that's a character. That's a cartoon. What is going on? You are smart, and you hustled at doggone it, people like you. (laughs) Golly.
0: These guys just got beat by 28. It's like your heart was ripped out, and then you're dealing with this person saying this.
9: You put everything you had into the game. And you know that's what it's about, right? Until the last minute... You guys did that. You didn't stop until the last second. You did
0: not stop. Oh, we're just scratching the surface, kids. Just scratching the surface. Oh, my just, head is
4: throbbing. Just got my ass handed to me, and now this lady's saying, but you you tried. You're getting ice <laughs> cream. And you're really cream. smart. <laughs> you're really smart.
0: What guy ever wants to hear that ever after a game?
5: Gosh,
0: dang. oh there's much more of that no it, she's got more it. oh absolutely oh my god that and a news update next Van Camp and Robbins Show, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. If you're just joining us, we just started to enjoy Kamala Harris's postgame locker room speech to Howard University after they lost by 28 points to Kansas. And I mean, this is getting panned everywhere, but I just happen to see USA Today headline calling it classy speech. What? Kamala delivered a classy postgame speech to Howard after NCAA tournament loss. Oh,
5: please. Wow. Could okay. Be anybody that heard that come away with that conclusion.
9: You hustled out there. You are smart. You are disciplined.
0: What? Golly. What college athlete wants to hear that after you got smoked?
9: You guys did that. You didn't stop until the last second, and you did not stop. And that is so inspiring. So you keep... Playing with chin up and shoulders back. The season's over. We're done. Because you showed the world who Bison are.
3: (laughs) Right? (laughs) See, it's a comedy routine, isn't it?
5: It is unfortunate that nobody ever stopped her before she got to this point. (laughs) Who said, you're not cut out for this. You're in way over your head. You can't do this. You can't do you you have no skill set. None. You know, okay. That's brutal, man. So Dude, I, we still got a minute to go. That's like that's like discount accessories. <laughs> <laughs> Walseries.
0: My buddy asked me, you know, oh, why would she think those players would want to hear? Exactly. And I thought about it for a second. And all I could come up with Is because she has not had a son that, after a loss, tries to say these nice things that nobody wants to hear. And the kid, whenever he's old enough, says, I don't want to hear it. Okay? Appreciate it. Don't want to hear it. Right. And that's when, you know, as the dad, and I've done this a few times, give it a little time. I think it's okay if you say, hey, I know you're disappointed. I'm still proud of you. I love the effort out there. And leave it at that. That's okay. But if you go with, and you're smart, and the effort, and you showed the world who the you are.
4: Bison are. Like losers? What? I don't know. That's kind of. And now,
0: once you're like 21 years old, and this is the end of the line, that's what you want to hear?
9: I mean, you, literally what you have done is in historic proportion.
5: Everything is with her. Everything. <laughs> Everything's historic. What?
9: Right? And I see Bison literally all over the world. And we've been talking about you, this team, this team, you all, this team, this year, this team. She just said this team four times. We get it. You make us so proud. So I know you may not be feeling great right now. Yeah. Okay? But know who you are. You are excellence.
0: You love this,
5: Scotty. You know you do. This is inspirational. Somebody initiated the phone call (laughs) from Kamala's office to Howard University. said, you know, the vice president would like to come into the locker room after the game's over to address the team. Mm -hmm. And somebody said, okay.
0: They did. And she went on.
9: You are hard work. Oh, my God. You are powerful. And you are winners. All right? So please know that. Please know that. And I'll see you later. And if you guys ever want to come and do a, a White co- right right House tour, with the
3: coach? Where's the coach? There
9: you are. Come so we should, we plan, if you guys want at some point, <laughs> right? When it's like a, you know, when you feel like playing hooky at Friday afternoon, whatever. No,
5: <laughs> wrap it up.
9: Wrap it up.
5: She's blown by like 20 exits.
9: All right. I'm so proud of you guys. So proud of you. All right. I'll see you later. Okay.
5: All right. Golly. Yes. Holy smokes.
0: Yes. Uh, Classy speech says USA Today. Said all the right things. There you go. That's the world we're living in right now,
5: kids. Biodegradable, environmentally friendly (laughs) towels. News update
3: next.
0: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. The banking system is sound? Yeah. So rest assured, Janet Yellen said so. Okay. Uh,
4: what happened at Stanford, David? This is crazy. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, so, a uh, Stanford University employee by the name of Jennifer Ann Grease has been busted for falsely accusing two men of sexual assault and rape. Uh, this was a case that, as the local media reports uh, indicate, rattled the Stanford community and, of course, led to protests when the initial allegations uh, were made. And so what happened was basically she apparently wanted to get with one of these guys who was a coworker, And then when it didn't happen, she made up a claim about sexual assault. There was never any indication that she had been sexually assaulted. There was never any indication that she'd been raped. Uh, But, of course, the investigation went on. There were two different guys who got dragged into this. They were completely innocent. And now she is facing charges for the false claims. Now, of course, this is is a, a, a sad story for the two men who were unfairly targeted. But media cannot help themselves. But make this about race because I guess both, or at least one of the guys was a black guy. And how NBC News uh, uh, covered it was saying, well, you know, the bigger issue, here we go. Uh, This is as they write it. A Stanford employee was charged with making two false rape allegations targeting a black man. In one way, this is an anomaly. False reports of rape are extremely rare. In another, it's not. Black men have long been falsely accused of rape. It's rare. There's been an uptick of it right. over the last five years. Well, well it, it, yeah, it does happen. Sadly, it does happen. But also, it, th- this has nothing to do... Uh, sorry, I guess it was just one person who was accused of, of rape twice. But th- this has nothing to do with the person's skin color. It's the crazy lady who was mad at the guy for not being her boyfriend. Correct. And it's very interesting that her picture is not being spread around the media. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder why that would be.
0: How much nuttiness from one school in one week? I'm just going to say that. With Stanford. Yeah. I mean, Robbins is still trying to recover uh from the uh federal judge that was invited to speak there and then had the diversity, equity and inclusion woman lecturing him. Yeah. And as the law students who were heckling the judge were applauding what the DEI lady was saying, they don't clap. They snap fingers Mm -hmm. because it's called what? Spirit fingers? Yeah. Because clapping could be too loud and startle people. It can trigger people, yes. Trigger them. Yeah, I think we have that.
3: And I have to ask myself, and I'm not a cynic to ask
6: this, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is it
3: worth
5: it? <laughs> it snapping done. of fingers. <laughs> Golly. That's one of your favorite clips of the you know, week, I think isn't it? Every one of these people was a hall monitor when they were in school.
7: <laughs> Walking too fast. <laughs> <laughs> has caused harm, and I
2: know that must be uncomfortable to hear. I know that must be. Let me please finish, and I want to give you space to finish your remarks too, Judge
0: Duncan. (laughs) No, she didn't, because she just kept going. Yeah. And the spirit fingers injured themselves because they were in overdrive.
6: Let's tone down
0: the heckling slightly so we can get to our questions, uh, which we so very much want to hear the responses. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, jeez. Thousands and thousands of dollars to go to that place. Think about that. Kids going to law school at oh, Stanford, yeah. and you catch them on videotape snapping their fingers like that. Yeah. Is that a Stern talking to? Hey, what are you doing?
4: That's where That's where I'm calling up the U.S. Army and saying, hey, uh, did you say that you were uh, short on recruits this year? Because I think I got <laughs> yeah. one. You need to whip into shape. Imagine those people going into the military.
5: He yelled at me. Yeah. Seriously, that's what my dad would say. Oh, yeah. You need, you need
0: six months there. Well, a minimum, probably a year.
5: There was a time, and I remember it. Maybe you don't. Neither one of you guys. But there was a time when if you got yourself, if you were a total idiot and did something idiotic in a county and you had a judge, a lot of times they'd sentence you to the military. Yeah, and depending on who it was, the military yeah. might say, I don't want him. I don't want it, And they might. <laughs> In which case, it was back into the uh, the jail. A lot of times, judges go, here's your choice. Here's what you got to do. You either go to jail or you can go to the military. What's, what are you going to pick?
0: Well, yeah, because of the discipline that is yeah, taught. taught I mean, with how many the guys going to the military do you like, know that have said, man, it saved me?
5: Exactly. Because
0: it taught me discipline that I desperately but can needed to you Imagine a
5: judge doing that today.
0: I can in my dreams.
5: No, I know, but it never would happen today.
0: Seriously, six weeks of basic. Yeah. For those students, it would be interesting. Let's just do a reality show. We'll tie
5: it into, you know, entertainment. Oh, that'd be so great because weeping would be at at a high level. My feelings. Sitting in the barracks holding his pillow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's that time of the show. We go around the
0: table. We're always looking at stories out there, and this might not be the biggest story of the day, but it got your attention. Today, David, what's your story?
4: This one uh, has to do with the potential Republican uh, primary uh, battle that will be coming up for 2024. There are a lot of uh, sort of backbencher Republicans who are thinking about sniffing around, getting into the race and whatnot, probably don't stand a chance to do it, but it ups their personal profile, might juice some uh, book sales or whatever. Uh, New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu was talking about Ron DeSantis and said, you know, no one's gotten to know him the way they need to get to know him. I don't know if they ever will. Do you think Ron DeSantis has ever sat down for a cup of coffee with a reporter? It's like physically not in him. He doesn't have that social connection. So apparently you have to hang out with reporters to find a... (sighs) Listen, as a former reporter, I don't care if a politician that I'm covering uh, had a cup of coffee with me. It doesn't matter. No. How many people that are voting are saying, you know what,
0: we just want our politicians to be nicer to reporters?
5: <laughs> well, how does that work against him? Seems that would work for him. Good. Yeah, I- I totally agree. He's not going to sit down with any of these jackasses. I'm No, he's not going to do it. Yeah.
0: Wow. All right, Scott, what's your story?
5: Well, uh, like a lot of people yesterday, the brackets were busted in the NCAA tournament, including our, very, our president. Oh, yeah. Joe Biden. Well, he picked a couple of doozies yesterday. He had the University of Virginia going to the Elite Eight. Oops. And he had Arizona winning the whole thing. They lost by a bunch of points to Princeton, <laughs> who was seated 15th in the tournament. Now, really, all is not lost yet because, as Joe's people have said today, all the points have not yet been counted in Arizona. <laughs> and at the end of the day, we feel like they're going to win. So there, so there you go.
0: Saw that on Good Morning America. I think it was Strahan talking about there ain't too many perfect brackets out there as of right now.
4: If your bracket is still perfect this morning, you better consider it a St. Patrick's Day miracle. Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
5: What was that? A St. Patrick's Day? Why do you do that? I, I, you that's what I heard. Are you to Consider it a St. Patrick's <laughs> Day right. miracle? It's no longer St. Patrick's Day.
0: Wow. Man, oh, man.
5: That's just cruel, isn't it?
0: Uh, you know, I think this is one of those stories we say, you're looking around, it's not one of the biggest of the day. I think this isn't one of the biggest today, not because of the subject, but because of the angle. And it is it, it's about Silicon Valley Bank. But the question is, was it wokeness that sank it? And I saw this out of the Wall Street Journal from Kimberly Strassel. And it's pretty interesting. What inspires a bank to disregard risk and shower money on products or services that nobody is clamoring to buy? One answer is easy money and misguided regulation. Which washed dollars into the economy, even as it pushed banks like SVB to load up on sovereign debt lulled by a Federal Reserve Fed belief that interest rates would stay near zero forever. The other? Washington handouts via President Biden's effort to engineer a climate industry that otherwise wouldn't exist. Yeah. And it's all this together. Because you wonder, how did we get to this place? And it goes into the infrastructure bill, $1.2 trillion. Um, That kind of started it for this clean tech frenzy. So you had hundreds of billions for new technologies for electrical grid modification, solar, carbon capture, battery storage, electric vehicle charging infrastructure, geothermal, smart community widgets, CO2 transport, hydro, wind, fuel cells, waste management. Efficiency gains. So then you threw the Inflation Reduction Act on top of that, and here you go. And so you had all these startups that were just getting this money. Now, if you're a responsible financial person, you could tell there's no capital here. Why would you give them thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, all of these different startups? And that's part of what happened. It was, well, it's all about climate. <laughs> And green energy. And so
5: we really like what they're doing there. Well, and that's another yeah. part of it. I mean, you get a house loan, they have the house. You get a car loan, they have the car. They can repossess it. There's something there of value. But when you got nothing, when you got no cash flow, you haven't done anything. And again, the the whole climate
0: catastrophe that we keep hearing about, when you talk to people and hear people actually in conversations, and i uh, Mentioned this several times. It's always fascinating to hear two different people that say, Yeah, we've got a little bit of warming of the planet. Okay. But also keep these things in mind. And it talks about, you know, dips in the past as far as temperature and then it rises again and what's happened over history. And as far as what could we do in the next 50 to 100 years to alleviate this, there are a lot of different options. But you come away from these conversations listening to them, thinking, well, we're not in dire need like the fear mongers tell us we are all the time, but people buy into it. And it was interesting, Tucker Carlson on his show last night kind of went over what we've been told over time. And it was funny to hear some of the things from the past come back. Yeah. There was Leonard Nimoy in 1977. Yeah. This was great, man. We
4: are unprepared for the next advance. The result could be hunger and death on a scale unprecedented in all of history. What scientists are telling us now is that the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they once thought. During the lifetime of our grandchildren, Arctic cold and perpetual snow could turn most of the inhabitable portions of our planet into a polar desert. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: So that was 1977, <laughs> right? Yeah, John Kerry. Oh, oh, yeah. In 2009. You have sea ice, which is melting at a rate that the Arctic Ocean now increasingly is exposed. In five years, scientists predict we will have the first ice free Arctic <laughs> summer. No. Of course, he also went over the Inconvenient Truth movie from Al Gore. Yeah. And everything that was wrong about that. And then. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh yeah, he's
5: fantastic too.
0: Was predicting, I forget what year this was, but by 2014, the Statue of Liberty would have water up to her elbow.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Yes! You know what what I tell people? This really, this this wakes them into, here in the the New York metropolitan area, I say, you know, if we lose the ice caps, you
4: know how high the water will be? I say, oh, maybe a couple feet. Uh,
5: No, it would come up to the Statue of Liberty's elbow. The one that's holding <laughs>
4: <laughs> the Declaration of Independence. That's where the waterline will be.
5: Yeah.
0: And he was talking to Chris Hayes, who looks scared as always. Yeah.
4: But it is, you're reminded
0: of this stuff. And the fear monger is now. And you had, what, Greta Thunberg just deleted a tweet from 2018 that said five years, we're doomed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. But yet, this is where a lot of this money went to with these startups. I mean, it's causing financial collapse all across the world, really. Mm -hmm. And some people are getting rich off of it. I It's it's incredibly frustrating. All right. A lot to get to. Um, Well, among other things, we'll get to a news update. There was a flight delay. We've heard about this a lot for one reason or another. Sometimes you'll hear about fights. This was actually a flight attendants fighting. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, we'll get to that and much more coming up right here. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Hey, remember when uh, Russia put fuel all over our drone? Yeah. And ended up in the sea. You yeah. remember what our defense secretary said about that?
1: Dangerous and reckless and unprofessional behavior by the pilot from Russia. Unprofessional. Yeah. Yes.
0: So
4: this story today. Russia honors pilots who harassed and collided with US drone. Yeah, it's just a minor, you know, uh, just a little mistake. Someone went rogue, right? That's what we were uh, told. That's what we were told. Yeah. Mhm. And it was unbecoming of
0: a pilot actually. True. And nice.
4: and not environmentally friendly. No joke. That was part of the initial response because you're dumping all that you're dumping all that fuel out into the ocean. Yeah. Right. We were all saying, I don't
0: think their pilot in Russia is just going to go rogue. Yeah be a stern talking to at the very least or you lose an arm or your life uh no russia honored those pilots because i think they did exactly what they were supposed to do mm-hmm. which isn't a surprise to anybody with a thinking brain i think
5: unprofessional pros would have just taken a you know just shot it out of the sky they wouldn't have done that <laughs>
0: <laughs> speaking of flights what was this story um that a SkyWest flight from L.A. to Houston delayed over an hour because two flight attendants started arguing with one another. Oh, boy. Yeah. Started before takeoff. A woman in first class requests a seat switch with a person that's in coach so that she could sit back with her husband. So as far as the lady that's back in coach that's already sitting there, good for her. She gets to go to first class. Oh, yeah. 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 Everybody's cool with this, right? So the flight attendant says, yeah, that's cool. Another flight attendant says, no, can't do it. Apparently, that ignited an argument between the two flight attendants that escalated to the point they refused to work together. I guess there was some prior beef between the two. Mm. Eventually, a new set of flight attendants were brought onto the plane, and the flight was finally able to take off. Can you imagine waiting around for that? And what is the problem with the one flight attendant? No, no seat switching. No, everyone agrees. Yeah. Nope. What is
4: the freaking problem? No one's put out
1: by this. You know what I heard? Dangerous <laughs> and reckless and unprofessional behavior. Oh that's boy.
4: right. That's exactly right.
3: Are you ready?
1: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins.
7: We just become best friends. Yep.
1: Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show.
0: The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins.
5: It's gonna be all right, Scott. No, it's not. We're gonna get through this. It's no, gonna be all right. Nothing is going well.
4: We're preparing for the
5: show. i just today. here to say yeah. nothing. What's going well right now in our country? What's going like? Hey, this is fantastic. What
4: the, the president doesn't tweet mean things? Okay. Independents are finding out
0: what's really going on. Yeah, that's a good thing.
5: It, it's it's mind numbing. There's a lot going on. We got the banking crisis going on. Planes crashing into each other. Well, trains leaving the tracks. <laughs> Freaking inflation out of control. Forget about Russia. Forget about China. Forget. Yeah, if you combine everything into this big pot of failure.
4: President Xi from China is going to be hanging with Putin next week. And he looks they made the
5: announcement. Banks yeah. are
4: failing. Well, they, yeah, they made the announcement today that uh, they are entering a new strategic partnership. Russia and China are again, yes. Mm-hmm. And Biden's
0: spokespeople are out there saying, "Republicans, instead of criticizing Biden family members, why don't you work with the president to lower costs for American families?" Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Just you- I noticed Legacy Media didn't do any reporting at all on the Biden family, was it three members, four members, all getting some nice cash yep. from the Chinese energy yep. company. Along with the Chinese communist government. Ah, don't pay attention to that. There's no conflict of interest for the president. Heck no. Let's
5: get with Russia though and form an alliance. Are
0: you saying China?
3: Yeah.
5: They did. Well,
0: I know. Yeah, you knew it was going to happen. It was a matter of time. And so then you have what happened this week with russia and our drone and it didn't seem like the response from our military leaders was all that strong no did that turn around because well the joint chiefs mark milley he was
4: talking does he sound stronger now not not really i i mean so he was asked whether or not he considers this an act of war because obviously there was some intention behind messing with one of our drones and yes. So and then they took it down, and so he was asked, "Do you consider this an act of war?" And he's trying to walk that tightrope a little bit. Okay. As far as an act of war goes, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go there. Incidents happen, um, and and uh, clearly uh, we do not uh, seek armed conflict
0: with uh, with Russia, and uh, and and I believe that uh, uh, at this point we should investigate this incident uh, and move on from there. Okay. All right. There's a whole lot of questions here, but instead of just focusing on this, I've heard some people talk about this before, and so my brain usually goes here. What's the end game? Because as far as our leaders say, whatever it takes as far as money and however long it takes, we're supporting Ukraine. Okay. So that means what? What we either win or we lose. Yeah, with Ukraine, right? Well, yeah. Okay, so there has to be a Russia defeat for us to stop and this to be over. Okay, so they would have to retreat and say we're done. That's it. Do you think there's any chance of that happening before Putin would use a nuke? <laughs> I, I and that's not the fearmonger. I'm asking yeah. the question. Do you? I mean, do you really think that? Mm.
4: I don't. I. am I've been skeptical about whether or not he would actually even use a nuclear weapon because you know, as soon as that happens, that's the only card you really have to play, and the rest of the world will turn its back on you. Um, because I, I. truly believe if they were to drop a nuke, even China would, out of its own self-interest, not. They'd disavow. What I, I if just, it would be some testing? What do you mean? Just drop one into the sea.
0: They're just testing some things, but it might have been a nuke, just as a little warning. This can be coming.
4: Eh. I mean, again, it depends on what the damage is and all that stuff. I mean, that, that would be different than actually setting off a nuclear device in Ukraine. Yes. Oh, totally agree. So I I don't know. I, I just think, look, it, it's probably going to be several years of of Russia just yep. pounding down Ukraine. And... The American defense industry is absolutely fine with that. Yeah, we're out of money. Yeah, we're thirty-two trillion in debt. Mm-hmm. How do you ever square that? Well, you don't. Well, you don't. But you're also getting a nice little paycheck. So, well, I know if you're in <laughs> yeah. the
0: defense industry, yeah. but if you're the American citizen, <clears throat> saying what's going to happen? We can't pay for anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just concerning. Okay. On another front, people are thinking, okay, we're seeing things now that we never thought we would see in our lifetime. And this is a lot to do with the trans issue. And, you know, a couple updates. In Iowa, their trans bathroom bill is expected to be signed into law from Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds. uh, Passed the state legislature yesterday. Requiring public school students to use the restroom designated for their physical, biological sex rather than how they identify. Insanity. So, now the bill's sponsors said this new law will apply to everyone equally and that accommodations for transgender students cannot be made at the expense of the privacy and safety of our daughters. I think a lot of people have said yes. Right. Yeah. You know how the AP plays
4: this? <clears throat> oh, <laughs> what, this is going to cause people to die or something?
0: Well, uh, first thing they do, I saw this piece, what was this, hot air? You get quotes from the trans activists who of claim course. that forcing students to use the bathroom designated for their actual gender, quote, puts their safety at risk. Yeah, of course it does. How? Do they ever say how? Uh, no. No. I didn't think so. If there was really something to it, I'd want to know. What do you mean by that? The AP also claims there have been no documented incidents of transgender people acting inappropriately in restrooms.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> yes.
5: That's not true.
4: That's that's really not not true at all. Talk to some parents in Virginia. Yeah. About that. Right.
0: Or Oklahoma,
4: mm-hmm. where two girls got beat up. Um.
0: Maybe they meant to say in Iowa. It's a little disingenuous. Um, And then the AP quotes Becky Taylor, the executive director of Iowa Safe Schools, an LGBT activist group, said the new bill is, quote, a solution to an imaginary problem, all for the sake of bullying trans children. No, it's protecting. It's protecting people. Again, I think you're right. David, it's going to be a few years, and a lot of people will turn on yeah. this entire movement for how insane it is, because you're going to have a whole lot more people that have on, undergone puberty blockers and surgeries that are going to try to detransition, and then they're going to tell their stories. Yeah. Those stories will be heard by
5: mainstream at some point in time. I mean, there's a ton of them out there already. seem like a super healthy, stable bunch, don't they? Oh, buddy. Is there a restriction on mental health counseling that I'm not aware of? Seriously. Yeah, forever.
0: I mean, I mean just, y- that's what you would have. I well, mean, again, why are we having this argument? It's a dysphoria.
5: That's what it used I, to be called, gender I, dysphoria. I just don't understand why we're having this argument. No, What other dysphoria is treated this way? I, none. <laughs> exactly. But it's just like, why Why are we having this argument? Why Isn't it clear? That boys shouldn't be saying I'm a girl to allow themselves to go to the girls' bathroom. Of course, there's no litmus test on whether whether somebody's a girl inside or not. Just they just say they are. Yes, we don't have any a way of proving that they're just there because of the nature of seeing girls in those positions. Yes.
0: Well, and just north of Iowa, in Minnesota, the lieutenant governor, David, you had this clip oh yesterday. Horrible. That's oh, just my horrible. goodness, dude. This
2: is life-affirming and life-saving health care. When our children tell us who they are, it is our job as grown-ups to listen
6: and to believe them.
0: No, it's not. Whoever told you that? That's insane. They're children. Hey, <laughs> oh, that's a half-hearted.
5: Uh, yeah.
7: That's what it means to be a good parent.
3: God.
5: did your <laughs> no, mom? Did your mom keep books? Uh, when my mom did, when you were like first grade, second grade, third grade, and she put down his favorite food is, he wants to be, you know. No, I was going through one of those. I, in first grade, I wanted to be a cowboy. Heck yeah! In second grade, I wanted to be a cowboy and a baseball player. Yes. By third grade, I was into astronaut. Yeah, that's what I wanted to be.
0: And so, what's your point?
5: They didn't go buy me a horse. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you going with this? Um, I mean, it's yeah, kids say things all the
0: time. Of course they do. Jeez, man, it was like someone saying the other day. It's not like you know, a kid wakes up one day and decides. You know, they're the opposite gender. It happens all the time. time. It's a social contagion. Pay attention to what's going on. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. We're having this
5: conversation.
0: So that clip caught the attention of Elon Musk. Oh. And he tweeted about it, um, saying, Not when they're fed propaganda by adults. Moreover, every child goes through an identity crisis before their personality identity crystallizes. Yes. Therefore... We shouldn't allow severe, irreversible surgery or sterilizing drugs that they may regret until at least age 18. Right. Right. I don't know if you knew this. That issue is something that Musk views as important. I was reading this at Daily Wire. Well, why is that controversial? One of his children identified as transgender and publicly attacked him. Publicly attacked him. So when Musk was interviewed by the Financial Times, he did blame the far left for turning his biological son against him. Saying it's full-on communism and a general sentiment that if you're rich, you're evil. You know, the relationship may change, but I have very good relationships with all the others, meaning his children. Yeah. Can't win them all.
5: Mm -mm. Well, one way of looking at it, I guess, huh?
0: Yes, I would say so. But, I mean, as far as his point of every child goes through an identity crisis, yeah, a whole lot of them do. Yeah. That's true. Um, update in Chicago, David, you have one.
4: Yeah, a uh, reporter, commentator, actually a former candidate for governor of Illinois, uh, ripped Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, who's on her way out of office after failing to uh, secure reelection. election uh, This is William Kelly, whose press credentials were revoked after he confronted her a while back. Uh, and so he spoke out at the city council meeting during the public comments, and here's how that went. Yes, he did.
7: I feel like this is more of a victim impact statement than an actual public comment. What you've done to me is nothing compared to what you've done to my city, the city of Chicago, the city that I was born and raised in, the city that I love with all my heart. You shut down our schools. You shut down the churches. You shut down the businesses. You did the one thing that I thought could never happen. As somebody who who was born and raised on the south side of Chicago, I never thought in my life that I would ever see the city of Chicago brought down so low as you have managed to bring it down.
0: He's got a lot to go. Shame
7: on you. (laughs) I hope that you realize what damage you have done to the city. I hope that after today's city council meeting, you will pack your suitcase and get the hell out of my city. (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Kelly, (laughs) Mr. <laughs> you are a pandemic. You are a pandemic.
5: <laughs> wow! You get to say what was on his mind. You man. are a pandemic.
0: Yes. Mm. She is to Chicago what trans activists are to kids. I think that's safe to say. Bad person. Eric Swalwell says Republican rhetoric is getting cops killed. How is that? We'll get to that and much more coming up. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Hey, you know what's Irish and stays out all summer?
5: <laughs> I don't know. What is Irish you don't and want me stays to say out all summer?
0: Patio <laughs> furniture.
5: <laughs> See? There you go. See? I was oh, I was clenching on that one. I wasn't sure where it was going. <laughs> Trying to give you a little laugh, Scotty. It's going to be all right. This world's going to be okay. Once I, once I overcome my fear of what you're
4: going to say, I can appreciate the joke a lot more. See, there.
5: yeah. Eric
0: Swalwell in
4: the news, David. Uh, yeah, Representative Eric Swalwell uh, claims that Republicans are encouraging violent attacks on police officers because Republicans have been critical of the FBI. Yeah. Uh, this was on MSNBC. Okay.
2: Violent Republican rhetoric has put a target on the backs of all law enforcement. And I say that with concern uh, with two brothers who uh, serve as police officers and, and walk the beat every day. Because uh, if you're hearing, you know, <laughs> defund the FBI and, and that the FBI was responsible for a false flag operation, uh, you don't distinguish between an FBI special agent and, you know, a police officer in your community. You just consider it as law enforcement and the quote unquote deep state. And and so that's why.
5: Right. This guy will say anything to get ink, won't he? Anything. It's the violent Republicans. You know that.
6: We don't want no more
3: police. Is that clear?
0: Violent Republicans like that person. Mm -hmm. You know that.
2: We saw the attack that we did uh, at the FBI field office. And we're going to continue to see attacks on law enforcement until this violent rhetoric uh, is disowned, disabused, uh, and discredited by speaker mccarthy and those at the top and if, if they don't say anything Nicole, uh if they don't condemn they it don't. they are essentially uh, condoning it and, and that's where we are right now and so what do we do uh is we say here in the bay area just win baby we have to keep winning <laughs> elections until we extinguish this mindset
0: mm-hmm. yes in the bay area because you're winning look yeah. at that city yeah. everyone says you know what that city's winning fantastic yes yeah, yeah you have I'm- improved relations with china by sleeping with, Oh, she was a spy. Uh, took the L on that one, I guess. It's yeah.
5: been proven that mega-Republicans are responsible for poop pooping on the sidewalk. Yeah. We know this to be true. <laughs> that guy... That guy is an idiot. He is a cartoon character. He is. Not even real. Just, I'm just going to say dumb stuff, and people will print it and run with it. Yes. I shouldn't even know his name. By the way... On a
0: lighter note, if you see the headline, this is n- doesn't have anything to do with Swalwell. Completely different story. That, like, gym bros, guys that work out a lot, yeah, are eating dog food for protein. Really? I don't know that that's exactly true. <laughs> okay? They're getting headlines around. You look into it a little bit. Some of those things look good, though. They look like burgers. Like the kibbles and bits? Yeah. Oh, there's one fitness influencer. He tried a bowl. The oven-roasted beef. Gibbles and bits mm-hmm, with spring vegetables and apple flavors. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Um, What's the verdict? Did he like
0: it? He couldn't handle it. He spit some out. Aww. He said, Oh, it's not worth it. It's, it's of, extremely dry. What kind
5: of a man are you?
0: Well, protein is expensive and it's got a lot of protein. He says, Nah, not worth it. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay, David, you got to pick one. Biggest story of the day. What would it be?
4: Uh, biggest story of the day. Boy, uh, I would say it's probably the. Ever evolving response to Russia taking down one of our drones. You know, you got the Joint Chiefs Chairman Mark Milley saying, Well, incidents happen, so I don't know if we can consider it really a hostile attack or an act of war or anything like that. Uh, you know, hey, we're, we're just going to have to figure out what happened because we don't know if they meant to take down the drone. They did. <laughs> the
0: pilots in Russia are being honored. <laughs> yeah. How much did that drone cost again? How many
2: million?
4: It's like 28 oh, million. 28 million, I think, yeah. I guess that's just a drop in the bucket.
0: Right. No big deal. They didn't mean too much well, by they it. they bought
5: three and got one at half price. <laughs> <laughs> News update next.
0: Camp and Robin Show, Jamie Martin, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, this whole thing with Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, seeing all of the fears out there, and you're trying to take in all this information and understand how this happens. And you see a piece like what I was reading today from Vivek Ramaswamy, you know, he's running for president. Yeah,
5: no, nobody knows that. He is,
0: he announced a while back, smart
5: guy. Great guy. I like him.
0: Writes an op-ed. And he says, actually, it's it's pretty easy to figure this out. He writes, you know, when Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, announced that all tech companies who deposited funds at Silicon Valley Bank, even those who recklessly parked obscene amounts of money there without diversifying, would be okay and made, made whole, federal government sent a clear message to the American people. There are alternative rules if you are a part of a favored class. Yep. Oh, sure. It's not that complicated. Silicon Valley Bank is a bank for a bunch of tech companies in Silicon Valley. The bank invested deposits in mortgage-backed securities that go down in value when interest rates go up. When the Federal Reserve raised interest rates, SVB ran into trouble. And, man, I've seen some of these stories. And Vivek says... Turns out a lot of these tech companies who parked their money at Silicon Valley Bank did so without thinking too much about it and made some horrendous decisions. For example, Roku deposited a staggering $487 million at Silicon Valley Bank. He said the normal rules of the road are clear. The first 250 dollars is insured by FDIC. After that, the customer is liable for loss. But Silicon Valley wanted a different set of rules for itself. So that's when on Sunday they threw every argument in the book against the wall to see what would stick. You had venture capitalists and startup executives who stood to lose their deposits at Silicon Valley Bank screaming, Bank Run! (laughs) They said it was about supporting the most innovative entrepreneurs who helped America compete against China.
5: That's nice. Way to rewrite it. Yeah.
0: So, they even turned workers into puns to argue for bailouts for the venture capitalist class. So, it was all bogus. Raw self interest masquerading as altruistic concern for the country. The dirty little secret venture investors could easily infuse fresh equity capital to make up for any balance sheet losses. Capitalism includes accountability for poor financial decisions. But that's how these losses should be recuperated, not. At the taxpayer's expense. And that's what it's going to be. Yeah. And that's what's so frustrating. I mean, he goes on from there, just calls it a pure display of cronyism. Because Yellen did say yesterday it wouldn't be the same for all banks. Yeah. It would have to be approved by the board and myself. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, yeah. yeah.
5: Just like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I said this. Yeah, I said it off air yesterday.
0: There's part of me that feels bad for just making fun of the way this old lady talks. But these aren't good people. No, no, these are bad people. And, man, she should have been fired. We already knew this. I didn't
4: understand (laughs) inflation. No. That it was transitory. Golly, man. Didn't see the writing on the wall that literally everyone else saw the treasury secretary it was easily predicted three. you saw people
0: predicting and I didn't understand at the time it's like oh my gosh three it's so dudes, maddening
4: three dudes on the radio who have absolutely no background in Correct. finance or money or money <laughs> knew that true <laughs> somehow somehow we cracked the code <laughs> yeah
5: it's something man Okay. Too much money chasing too few goods. That's all you ever need to remember about that. Too much money chasing too few goods. Okay. Inflation. Transactivists. Eighth, Eighth grade. Okay.
0: Transactivists. Moving on to this yeah. ongoing story. We um, have some
4: unhinged ones. Oh, dude. this. Is, Aren't they all? Well, yeah, a little bit. I mean, this actually makes me sad for the people that we're about to hear from, because this is a serious mental yeah, breakdown oh, that is appreciate. happening here. Uh, so okay. the state of Florida is looking at banning castrating children, and the weirdos have come out to defend castrating children. All right. Uh, this is from a committee hearing, courtesy of Florida Voice News, and dude, I, th- this is just a display of mental illness. Okay. So, so I don't have to stop the audio
0: three times? Mm-hmm. Do they ever make sense of if you have 85% of kids by the time they're 18 have grown out of it no. and have no thoughts of it anymore like I'm, st- I'm not struggling no. with this anymore I went through a phase when I was 12 do they ever address that right, right?
5: wing propaganda
0: <laughs> right. no it's it's research gosh dang okay go ahead and roll it
9: Ron DeSantis wants trans people dead you are committing genocide
0: what, what you are doing by signing this bill is an act the way it is as it is now my people will die And that blood, if you support this bill, will
9: be on your hands. When I was two, I wanted to kill myself. By the time I was 15, I attempted to slice my own breasts off.
4: Oh, my God. Sorry to stop it. When you were two, you wanted to kill yourself? When you were two? Come on. Who funds this?
0: Dude. Who gives money to this? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. God bless those people, man. They need help. Mm Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. That's a thing. I'd
3: also like to implore you all to remember that less than a week ago, gun laws were, re- uh, gun law restrictions were loosened. And anyone who thinks it's a good idea to come
6: and take my child, I dare you.
8: Every 45 seconds, a trans person makes an attempt on their life, meaning that one happened every two speakers that you saw. This very moment 10 years ago that was me and one year ago that was one of my siblings and tomorrow it will be the children of people in this room okay
0: this has never happened in the history of the world Mm -hmm. okay and i don't know where they get these stats that back it up because you see conflicting stats all the time on this as far as the suicide rate it's no higher I mean, we have a huge issue right now with teen girls. Mm -hmm. Talking about not confused Mm -hmm. about their gender, just teen girls in general. That's a completely different topic. This, though, they go to this all the time. If you don't transition or let your kid do it, they're going to kill themselves.
5: Oh, my goodness.
8: Your vote on this bill determines if that 45 seconds becomes 30.
5: Okay. You know, every position is backed with, People will die. Oh,
4: and and in this year. Get the shot or people will die. An anecdotal emotion. All the time. Yes. And in this particular hearing, you know, you're hearing from people saying, I'm going to kill myself if you do that. Yes. Which is like, and I, again, like for the people who who are, are confused about their gender identity and whatnot, and they go out there and they talk about, I mean, like that one person said that they wanted to kill themselves when they were two years old. I have a lot of compassion for that person. I really do. I think that person really needs some serious evaluation and, and intervention because that is not normal. That is that is a huge red flag. Um, and when you're actually trying to give yourself a, a mastectomy, I, that's yes, you've got serious issues. I I want that person to get the help they need. The people saying, though the activist class, the people in the medical profession, the people in the political profession. Mm-hmm. I have nothing but contempt for the people in that in that class oh, my who yeah. are saying, yes, this person needs to be uh, uh, the voice of reason in this debate. You're taking right. advantage of mentally ill people. Correct. Yeah. And so many people are offended at that statement. But that's the truth. They are... Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, but what? <laughs> you, it's always been a mental issue. Yeah, that, for history, that that person said that they wanted to kill themselves when they were two years old. Yes, there is mental illness there. Okay, forgive my ignorance on this. <laughs> I've never heard of that before.
5: Two-year-olds killing themselves? No, of
0: having the thought. At two? Yes. No, of course. And not. who remembers it no. back to when yeah, they
4: were two? Right. No.
0: I mean, I'm saying. Uh, It's emotional blackmail. I mean, I'm calling BS because, and maybe there's something I've never heard or read before Mm -hmm. that would suggest that. That sounds like total BS.
5: Well, it's the emotional blackmail people play. It is. If you don't come back to me, I'm going to kill myself.
0: Yeah. It's a total controlling mechanism. Absolutely is. Wow. I feel like I got to lighten it up after that.
5: Why? It's not heavy enough, is it? Oh, dude.
0: Because it is. I feel terrible for different people that are going through that confusion.
3: But listen, but to it's that. the adults
0: I mean, that are one of two things that are deranged enough to think it's a good idea or two that are making money off of it. and Don't care because there's that aspect as well.
5: You know, another thing that when we talk about this, I'd love to see the demographics of these children who are having this done and the uh, how much money their parents have.
0: Oh, well, that's interesting because
5: I don't think this is a middle class, lower middle class situation.
0: I don't know. I haven't seen the numbers.
5: And I don't know if insurance covers something like this or not. I and I'm not aware of that, or whether that's cash out of pocket or how this works.
0: The other question I would want to know for some of the activists why do you go after people that want to detransition with such hate? Because yeah, right. And venom. You're all for people wanting to find their true selves. Mm -hmm. You've had people that have done this and found out this isn't what I thought at all. All these promises you told me that once I got these puberty blockers and had this surgery that I'd find my authentic self and I'd finally feel normal, it never happened. Yep. Well, there's So a lot instead of-, of having compassion yeah. for those people, right. then you go after them with everything you got.
5: There's a lot of questions I'd like to answer it on this, yes. It's just awful. But the t- statistics on wealthy people having this done to their kids, I would like to see that break down by finance.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I don't
5: know any kids in the in the inner city who are having this done. Maybe they are that I don't know about, but I don't hear about it in the middle class and, and lower middle class of, of society.
0: Yeah, just poor people. Interesting. Yeah. All right, to lighten it up. Uh, relationship rules. Just happened to see this. It was making the rounds. Uh, unique relationship rules, and maybe you have some with your significant other. No, okay. You know, like... Uh, mm, a chicken nugget tax between a couple. Chicken nugget If that. either of you make them, you have to bring one nugget to the other person before you eat any. That's kind of a cute thing between a couple. Yeah. Mm, kind of crazy.
4: And my nuggets,
0: man. There, there was one couple that mentioned <laughs> the... Yeah, see? Those are my nuggets. Separate groceries. So you can share things like milk and butter. Otherwise, you go to the store yourself, buy whatever you want. Yeah, I don't think Listen, that. I can tell you yeah. from my roommates at radio school that that don't work. It's not going to work. <laughs> Somebody's no. going to get all hammered up, and then they're going to eat somebody else's food yeah. because they got the munchers.
5: Somebody else is going, how can you eat that stuff until they're out of food, and then they're eating your stuff? So, yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. This would be very difficult. I don't think you could do it, Robbins. When things get heated, you're arguing. You're only allowed to whisper. For one couple, that is their rule.
5: Possible. I really don't know why we stayed so late. I don't. (laughs) I can't stand those people.
4: Does Scott even know how to whisper? Never heard him do it. No, I don't whisper. I don't think so. Why does your mother hate
5: me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The other argument rule between a couple was you can only fight naked. So when things get heated, you take your clothes off.
5: It'd be hard to stay mad, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yes, it would.
0: But the, not for the reason I think it would be hard for the significant other.
5: Well, yeah. If I'm the if I'm that person, if I'm her looking at this, no, I, that's torture. I'll 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 agree to anything after that.
0: No, for a lot of guys, all of a sudden they see their lady well, yeah, naked. Yeah, they're yeah, like, that,
5: yeah, Mad at what? I'm not mad at what.
0: <laughs> or to be mad. <laughs> yeah, like, Maybe can it we make up now?
5: Every way.
0: Yes. <laughs> What was I saying
5: before? I can't even remember what we were fighting uh, like. about.
0: nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Okay.
5: I know it was only $5,000, honey. I'm okay with that.
0: <laughs> all right. News update on the way. No, somebody had rat in their shoe. Really? It's all coming up right here. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Well, earlier we were talking about Howard University losing to Kansas in the NCAA tournament. They got beat by 28. Yeah, big loss. Kamala Harris, that's her alma mater. She's a Howard grad. Uh, She gave a post-game locker room speech. USA Today gave it rave reviews. Mm -hmm. Inspiring. It was classy. This is
5: after the game. This is after the game,
0: after they got beat. To console them. Yes. Okay. So, obviously, for some of these guys, your college basketball career is over.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: This is it. Most of them, yeah. It's still very fresh. You just came off the floor. Um, but Boy, you got the VP in there. That's something, huh? Encouraging words?
9: You made all us Bison so, so proud. You hustled out there. You are smart. You are disciplined. What? You put everything you had into the game. And, you know, that's what it's about, right? Until the last minute, you guys did that. You didn't stop until the last second, you did not stop. And that is so inspiring. So you keep playing with... Now,
0: this is, again, golly, college men's basketball. It's not the kindergarten league. No orange slices. And juice boxes afterwards, okay?
9: Playing with chin up and shoulders back.
0: What? Hold on.
9: So you keep playing with chin up and shoulders back.
0: The season's over.
9: Cause you showed the world who bison are. What? Oh right? right? I mean, you—literally, what you have done is in historic proportion. Why? Right? And I see Bison literally all over the world, and we've been talking about you, this team, this team. Which team? You all, this team, this year, this team.
0: That was for this team.
4: Yeah, she's taking a beating online for that.
5: (laughs) Rightfully so. Oh, my goodness. Those four guys.
4: Made us proud. 38.8% field goals. Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay, we got to get set up for our Friday Five.
4: You know what today is? St. Patrick's Day. David had an idea. Yeah, well, roll it out, buddy. Yeah. Well, there weren't really enough luck or Irish songs that Green. would make sense. Green, that kind of stuff. So we thought, well, a lot of people are going to be boozing, going to be wetting their whistles. So songs Ooh. that have whistling. Oh. In the song.
0: There are some great ones. Think about it. Whistling in the song. The number is 210-619-2053 Whistling Songs. Take it off next.
3: Are you ready?
1: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins.
2: We just become best friends, yep.
1: Making sense of it all. Now oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show.
0: The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. That time of the week. Friday 5 countdown we do every Friday. Start it off like this.
1: The countdown is on. You know what this means? It's our favorite time of the week. Anybody wants to get mellow, you can get the f out of here, alright? The Friday 5. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. On the Markley, Van Camp and Robbins show. So we do on Friday. Take a little break from news. Have fun with the countdown. David
0: had a great idea. St. Patrick's Day. Yep. Different things. And yeah, a lot of people are going to wet their whistle today.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, that's true. It's such an old term. Yes. I like it. Yeah. You whistle every day, Robbins. I don't I don't know I do that. I guess I do. Yeah. I, it tells me I'm that surprised. you're happy and in a good mood. I'm surprised
0: that you noticed. Yes, you whistle Zeppelin almost every day.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it's the that? music I hear first when I get in here. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, so, what are the greatest songs of all time, with whistling? And I would say it is certainly a recognizable part of the song. Yeah, it's not hidden in the mix; it's up front. You know, it's in there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's some great songs. Yeah. Do you think anybody's going to get number one? By the way,
5: I,
4: I, I it, don't know because yeah, it's one of those that you're you're going to kick yourself if you didn't think about it or if you didn't think of it. Well, as we rank these songs,
0: you do how big a hit or how iconic is the song? That is one that's certainly iconic. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And then you ask, does it stand the test of time? Yeah, it does. Yes. Everybody knows it. And then do you personally like it? And that's how we do our countdown. Mm -hmm.
4: So I think we're ready to roll. Who's up first? Uh, Let's start off with Todd in Boise. Hey, Todd.
1: Happy Friday, boys.
4: Hi, Todd. You too, Todd.
1: I got to tell you, it took a lot of this to listen through that uh, season-ending
5: beat-down loss of a speech <laughs> by Kamala Harris. Yeah, I've Got Patience way. by Guns N' Roses.
0: There you, there you go. go. yeah, Number three.
5: That's a big hit. Is that Axel Whistling? Yes.
0: I don't know.
4: What do you put on them, test of time? I still hear it around. Yeah, I hear it. it's pretty. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I gave it personally like a seven ish. Yeah. There.
5: Yeah. I like it. Sir, you know what? You usually go off on Guns N' Roses. Scott. I like Guns N' Roses. I like Guns N' Roses. Fine. It's just like you just think. I don't want to be unfair. You just went. You go nuts every time the Guns N' Roses comes on.
0: Well, especially for certain songs. And
5: you play stuff off uh, your phone from them and. Because you don't know a lot of those you songs. Just, you just love... I'm like, this is a
0: hidden gem. Guns N' Roses, that's your band. David, would you say Scott really, truly likes Guns N' Roses? No, I wouldn't. They're songs... Yes, okay, then well, that's, that's all I'm saying, fair, because just- you go off on them Listen, all the time.
5: I, when I was a top 40, we were one of the first top 40s to play Sweet Child on our station. Oh, congratulations. So, I mean, I like them. There are certain things you, I like about you, them. You dog them all the time. You're just like Mr. Brownstone, then it's something else. How do you not like Mr. Brownstone? Well, I, I didn't say I didn't, but you just <laughs> okay. You killed the you killed the joy for me because you played all the oh. time. <laughs> Is that fair, David? <laughs> he does play it a lot. Okay. You do play it a lot, yeah.
0: Okay, all right. It was on
5: Appetite. Uh, Appetite, the greatest rock album whatever existed, dude.
0: Greatest debut, absolutely. Okay.
5: Hold on a second.
0: Is Axel online too? Is this for real? Axel for David and Scott.
3: One, two, just. Okay. Right. Okay. Exactly.
0: Who's Who's
4: next? What? Who's up next, let's talk to uh, our buddy Johnny in Salina, Kansas. Hey, Johnny.
3: Happy yeah,
0: Friday, <laughs> brothers. Johnny! Hey, Johnny. Great to hear from you, man.
1: Yeah, good to hear you guys too. Hey, you know I'm on. it a spring break with the family. Took a little trip. Now we're in Wichita, Kansas right now, taking in the sights looking nice. at all the scenes took about five minutes man but anyway i'm with my uh my three little macho men my boys it's one to say hi real quick and say, hi guys
3: uh, hi. You know, my, my
1: little macho man man great little machos looking hello great it's great meet, to hear uh, from you guys i said i don't have anything really good to give you like funny wise because i think kamala harris is Beach kind of drained my brain out. Man. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, yeah. It'll, yeah, it'll happen, man. It wrecks you,
1: yeah. I got yeah. nothing, man. It's all, <laughs> it's all been said. But anyway, my pick I'm going to go with because I like to do this in my spare time. See, when I'm alone in front of the mirror, working out there in front of it, I like uh, to walk like an Egyptian sometimes.
0: Yes, you should. I like it. That was the number one song.
6: Oh, yeah.
3: You
0: played that at Top 40 Like Crazy? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah.
3: Did you still like it? Yeah. That's cool,
0: because a lot of songs you got
5: tired of. No, I, I, we played the heck out of that thing.
0: Didn't you always think Susanna Haas was going to have a great solo career? When she left the Bengals? Yeah, I suppose. She... A lot of people thought she was the talent of the band.
5: You know, she's the same age as Madonna. And if you put two of them together... Oh, I've seen that before where it's like aging gracefully versus the other one's face looks like it's made out of plastic. Yes. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah. That's hilarious. All right. Who's next? Uh, Let's talk to Donald in Washington. Hey, Donald.
5: Good morning, boys. It's Donald J. Trump, the President of the United States. <laughs> Hi, Donald. How are hey, we Donald. doing? I just have to compliment you. You have a great show, beautiful, really strong, bold voices for the American people, and I love it. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, Donald. It's awesome. My song today is What Would Have Happened Had the Election Not Been Stolen From Me by That Fumbling Idiot, Joe Biden. <laughs> This would have been a wind of change that would have swept across this great nation like the scorpions did it so many years ago. Number five.
3: (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Uh,
0: You know, this was obviously a hit. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know. Whistling, prominently featured. It was a worldwide hit. All over the place.
5: Are you mocking Klaus? Not right man.
3: now.
5: I thought this was a awful song, and I like the Scorpions fine. but Did you man. play
0: that at top 40?
5: Of course I did.
0: Because <laughs> I think that made the top five, like, number four at top 40 even? Yeah, oh yeah, it was a big hit. Yes.
8: He plays Scorpion's "Wind of Change. I love it.
0: Young girls would call for that in oh, your yeah. Top 40 station? All the time. Really? Yep. I bet they were in for a big surprise when they bought that album. Yeah. The opening track, <laughs> Tease Me, Please Me. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, we're doing whistling songs <laughs> for people wetting their whistle today on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, we have number three and number five so far. The number is
4: 210-619-2053. And who's up next, Dave? Uh, let's talk to Dave in Portland. Hey, Dave.
5: Hey, guys. How you doing? Appreciate the show very much. I'm going to go with uh, Otis Redding sitting on the dock of the bay. Excellent Dave, Excellent. number four.
0: <whistles> you know what's odd about this countdown? Usually, as we're playing the songs, someone's going to sing along at least a little bit. Yeah, hard to do that with it. No one's trying to whistle along. No. No. Why is that? I know why I'm not. Pretty high up there. I'm not a great whistler, but
5: yeah.
4: But usually you try. Yeah. Should we try? We'll ask the next caller. Who's up next? All right. uh, Let's talk to Linda in San Antonio. Hey, Linda.
6: Hey, guys. How are y'all doing?
4: Doing Good. great, Linda. Should we
0: try to whistle along with these songs, or would it just be too embarrassing? Yeah, it's too
6: embarrassing. Oh, um, you know what? I would, I would say yes, and I would because y'all are so inspiring, and I love your show. Um, but, you know, since you're not number one, I'm not sure if that's a good idea. But you need to keep your chin up and your shoulders back. <laughs> and,
0: you know, you to... Linda, that's a great play. Well, good. Played. In- well played. I love Very that, good, man. Linda. Good job.
6: <laughs> well, you need to show the world you know, who, who Mark Camp and Roberts is. And you know what? I've got my spirit fingers working. Oh, my gosh, they're just working like a storm. And I, I don't know if you can see, hear it, but that, they're going. Time. I, I can feel, feel it.
3: People, yes.
6: I, yeah, well, good because the people next to me think I'm having a seizure right now. But anyway, <laughs> so my 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 song is "Moves Like Jagger."
0: Oh, yeah. yes, Maroon Five. Man, you talk about a big hit. That's all I got for you. How bad was that? You did a good job. That was good. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I'll take it. I don't know how many times this song got played in my house with
9: my two daughters
0: yeah. and
3: their mom. Heard it a lot. But
0: honestly, as much as I really, I'm not a big Maroon Five guy. But that over some pop singers, you know, breathy vocal that all they all sound the same. I would yeah. take that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Over a lot.
5: That dude can sing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. What do we got left here? Oh, just number two and number one.
5: Number one's going to be tough, I think. We'll see. Honestly, you could make the argument
0: number one is the most iconic of all of them. Yeah. Oh,
5: I agree, but I just think it's a tough one to recall.
0: Maybe. If you just think, you know, I guess outside the box, whistling song, just any whistling song at all, it might come to you. That'd be the hint. All right. The number's 210 619 Whistling songs. We'll wrap up the Friday Five next. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Got a news update in less than 15 minutes. And then the Scott Robbins trifecta, his top three stories of the day. we got to wrap up the Friday Five. And today, David had the idea for St. Patrick's Day, a lot of people wetting their whistle. Songs with whistling. We've got number three, Guns N' Roses Patience. Four, Otis Redding sitting on the dock, on the dock of the bay. And then five, Wind of Change from the Scorpions. But we're still looking for number two and number one. Mm-hmm. I've had some great honorable mentions, too.
4: Back to it, David. Uh, Let's get to Mary in Delaware. Hey, Mary. Mary?
2: Mary. Yes.
5: Oh, there you are. You're on. Great to hear from you.
2: Okay. Well, happy Friday and St. Patrick's Day. You too. Okay, so I thought of a couple, and I'm going to go with Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin.
0: Robbins played that at Top 40 like crazy.
5: You know, Jamie. Yes. He did all the voices on this song.
0: That's right, he did. Did he win a Grammy for this, too? Oh, yeah. I thought so. Yes. And you were doing mornings at Top 40. Yes. He'd stay out late. Listening we'll to Bobby McFerrin records. See Blurry feel crappy. That was your thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it something like that? Yes. That's what I thought. Good honorable mention there. That one hurts on test of time.
5: Yeah. Nobody plays it anymore.
7: Yeah.
0: All
4: right. Who's next, David? Uh, Let's talk to Woody in Vancouver. Hey, Woody.
7: Hey, guys. Love your show. I'd like to take a page out of the Newark, New Jersey City Council (laughs) Handbook and offer you, yes, you, a sister city relationship between Markley Van Camp and Robbins and my hometown of Woodyville. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) <laughs>
0: yes! <laughs> we would like to partner with Woodyville.
7: Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> My song, Pat Benstar Loves a Battlefield.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Okay, you want to explain this, David? Yeah, I mean, there's no question. Huge song. Yeah. Solid test of time. I think all three of us like the song enough. But the whistling isn't really prominent enough in the song where i don't think of it as a song with whistling him. yeah so, that's it, that was a field play because that would have yeah. been in my five yeah oh well that was tough okay who's next let's talk to donna in salem hey donna
6: <clears throat> yes
4: hi donna hey donna
6: hi what,
4: what
5: you
6: thinking oh, I'm spo- <laughs> yeah what you got sorry um Fishing Hole. I I wasn't sure the name of the song, but I was just told by the person that answered. It's the theme song for the Andy Griffith Show, and he says the title is Fishing Hole.
3: Yeah.
0: You want to know something, Donna? Of course. You're going to have a great weekend, because you Uh, are number one. Yes. (laughs) Great job. It's iconic. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm.
5: It's a test of time. Sounds a little slower than the TV thing, but What? What do you mean? That version sounded slower. I don't know, it just sounded slower.
0: I'm not recognizing it being slower.
4: Yeah.
5: I watch it Andy probably every night.
4: Oh, no, you, you don't. Yeah, TV Land. You know what you know what may happen though? Cuz that's that's, that. that's from the original theme. Yeah. What may actually happen though is in order to fit more commercials in now, some of those older shows are actually sped up by like one point two five to one point five percent. So, right. so, so it may be that the version you're hearing yeah. is actually faster. There's more da, da, yeah. da, 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 and you da, don't da, da, generally da, da, da. notice it with dialogue, but with music you can you can recognize it. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting.
5: Yeah, he's on T V land. Okay. Every night they run Andy Griffith shows. Wow. I didn't know you watched that. Well, all the when time. I want to just melt down completely and just not see anything that's going to piss me off, I watch Andrew. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, that's, pretty
5: that's good a option. good
0: idea. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yeah. All right, we're still looking for number two for whistling songs. Who's next? Uh, let's talk to Brian in Oregon. Hey, Brian. Hey, Aloha Friday, gentlemen. Aloha, Brian. Hey, curious, on the drone, the Reaper drone costing a
1: $32 million, does that mean if the reparations in California doesn't cash out, that's 89 folks that won't get the $360,000? <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, as cringy as a Kalama Harris speech was for the uh, Howard University kids, the only thing missing from that was the quote from the principal of Billy Madison. I just, uh, that would have been perfect. Um, I'd like to dedicate this to our hairy-legged president, Spinning a yarn about his fun times at the pool. This is Golden Years, David Bowie. Oh, well played, man. All right,
4: are well, we going to have to roll out number two? We're uh, out of time. I think at, at the buzzer here, let's talk to John in oh. Connecticut. Hey, John.
0: Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen, or good morning. Happy St. Patrick's Day. You Same too, to you, John. You know, always, thank you. I always learn something from your show, and last week I learned that Poison and Gordon Lightfoot can actually uniquely occupy a musical category together. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
3: yes it they yes, can. yes.
0: But despite, despite Robin's best efforts to keep me from a walk-off, I'm still going to go with another Boston band today. How about the Jay Giles Band? Technically, they're from Worcester with Sutterfold. Yes. Yes. number two. John at the buzzer for the win. Yes, this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Well played, man. You're right, David. That was right at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Right at the buzzer, man. Yes. Well, and Robin, you had that fairly high on yeah. your list. Yeah, it was a big record. That was a number one song, if I remember yep, right. It was. Okay. Yeah. I guess you would say that's a test of timer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay. Man, that was a fun list. I'm sorry we didn't get to me and Julio down by the schoolyard from Paul Simon. Scott.
5: It's a good one. Oh, you like
4: that. Okay. Biggest story of the day today,
0: David, would oh, be man. what?
4: This is my favorite, probably my favorite one of the day. Uh, you know what's happening now with Donald Trump? What? NBC News says the walls are closing in. You're joking. I'm not joking. (laughs) I cannot wait to get to this
0: (laughs) and the Robins trifecta next. (laughs)
4: David Van Camp, the millennial, the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. Uh News update, David Van Camp. Uh, All right. Well, I got two here real quick. Uh, One is just more of a headline, but uh, the Florida ban on gender transitioning for minors is now in effect. Good. So that's a good win for the people of Florida. Time for every other Republican state to do the same thing. Yes. To Quote Jocko Willink. Uh Good. 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 Uh, The other thing is NBC News is now reporting that the walls are closing in on Donald Trump. They're going to get him, orange man, bad.
0: Hold on a second.
4: Yeah. The walls have been closing in (laughs) for six and a half years. How close could they get? (laughs) So uh, according to this article, local, state, and federal law enforcement and security agencies are preparing... For the possibility that former President Donald Trump is indicted as early as next week. According to five senior officials familiar with the preparations. And this has to do with uh, charges that may arise in connection with the hush money payment to Stormy Daniels.
3: Hmm.
4: So Um. they are uh, putting together security plans in case he has to show back up in Manhattan and uh, face these charges. We have a little time to go to the Wayback Machine? Uh, Absolutely. Okay. I think you put
0: this together, David. Oh, yeah. When you mentioned the walls are closing in. Yeah. The
8: walls are closing in on the Trump presidency.
0: I
2: want to begin with the walls really closing in. The walls are
7: closing in.
1: The, the investigative walls are closing in.
7: The walls are really closing in. The walls are closing in. Walls are closing in. The walls seem to be closing in. I'm using overusing my cliches. I
9: hate overusing this metaphor of the walls closing in.
0: I mean, we've been... You all get the same talking yeah. points. What are you talking about?
8: Saying the walls are closing in for two years, but it feels like they're actually closing right now. And as the walls start to close in on the president. As
9: the walls close in.
8: He feels the walls closing in.
9: Uh, the walls are, are closing uh, in is, is the wrong image. But but, the, but the, the bricks are sort of making the roof, you know, buckle.
5: That's Line. the definition of the walls that's closing a- in. And if this president feels as if the walls are closing in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> they He's are right. closing in. Yes. Because they are.
4: Because they are. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom.
5: Yeah, we've gone through this a thousand times.
4: Yeah.
5: I mean, the walls have always been closing in on
4: him. I mean, I mean, always. In this case, though, I mean, they're, listen, they're going to try anything. We've already seen the remarkable step of an FBI raid on Mar a Lago. I mean, yes. we, that. so this, these are separate cases, obviously. One is a, a federal investigation, and the other is a, a local investigation investigation in the city of New York. But, I, I mean, they are still going to try to get him on anything that they want. Or anything that they can, I mean. but New York Attorney General, Letitia James? Yeah. She ran on it. Right. Ran on the promise of figuring out a way to indict Donald Trump. It wasn't on a specific thing, just
0: him. Yeah. It's take the guy and you'll find something on him. That That is my job if I get this, mm-hmm. if I get elected. Which is Really
5: pretty remarkable. It's wild. All right, Robin, you ready for your three? Well, here's the thing. I mean, instead of the walls closing in, now, he's really in trouble if the chickens come home to roost.
0: Oh, buddy. (laughs) Then you
5: really got problems then.
0: Oh, man. No doubt about that. Yes.
1: Are you ready?
3: One, two, three.
1: It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta! Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show.
5: Every day at this time,
0: Scott Robbins trifecta, top three of the day. Always helped by his buddies, you
5: know it. I'm KC Kasem. KC, hey, happy St. Patrick's Day, buddy. Yes. Green beer tonight, what do you say? Yeah. Okay, good. Be, I'm ready. You'll be joining me. Three. A little cabbage.
4: Uh, number, three. <laughs> number three, the drummer of Def Leppard was attacked this week.
5: This is so weird. This story happened Monday night. It's just kind of leaking out, though. He was in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, the band was staying at a hotel there. Aren't they on tour with Motley Crue right now? Isn't that the deal? They're doing shows with Motley and somebody else. Uh, Poison, maybe? I'm not sure.
0: In some other countries. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Anyway, he's, he's in Florida, and he steps outside the hotel, because you can't smoke in your room anymore at the Four Seasons and had himself a cigarette. While he was sitting there, sucking down the lung dart, some guy came out of nowhere and attacked him. Some dude named Mark Max, rather, Edward Hartley, who lives in Avon, Ohio, was arrested on a charge of abuse of an elderly or disabled adult with great harm. He's 59, so he's hardly elderly. He lost his arm, though. he doesn't. He only has one arm, so it's hard to fend off an attacker with just one arm. Apparently smacked his head down. I haven't seen an update on his condition yet. But there was another woman in the hotel who came out to try to stop this guy from beating Rick Allen of Def Leppard. And then the attacker beat her and dragged her by the hair back into the hotel where he was arrested. No word on what the guy. Obviously, the guy was just insane, I guess.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing like a lot of well wishes for him, stuff like that. Um, It's terrible. And it just says suffers head injury.
5: Yeah, I guess he smacked his head pretty hard on the concrete.
0: But that's, you know, the latest story I saw, that's all it says for now. Okay, this is another update that I had not heard. You didn't mention anything about this guy hiding behind a pole, did you?
5: I didn't didn't hear that.
0: Yeah, apparently the attacker was hiding behind a pole and then charged toward him at a full run. I'm assuming he knew who he was then? I have no idea. Doesn't say. I mean, if you're hiding behind a pole yeah. then all of a sudden the guy comes out to smoke and you go full blast at him mm-hmm. and plow him, and he hits his head enough to, you know, where there's no update yet, that's pretty crazy. Strange.
5: All right, It is strange. But it, anyway, wish him well. well him yeah. well, Rick Allen. No doubt, man. You know what? <laughs> I mean, he's been
0: doing this for years now. It's still pretty remarkable. The guy learned to drum it instead really of is. his left hand with his foot having... Yeah, His feet hitting the snare, basically.
5: Yeah. And the guy who built it? I mean, you yes. talk about technology. Holy smokes. It yeah. didn't exist until then.
0: Pretty wild. We're getting closer and closer to number one. The guy that played a lot of Def Leppard songs, Casey Kasem. <laughs> oh, my. Isn't
5: that right? Yes.
4: Yeah. Okay, we're up to number two. Okay. Number two, you want to talk about diversity quotas.
5: Well, we talk about this all the time because we've seen it in action recently. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of Americans, vast majority believe U.S. companies, get this, should hire executives based on merit, character, and quality? Shocking. You'd never know it by what's going on in the corporate world right now.
0: Well, I mean, there's still so many people under the spell of white supremacy.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mystical. Among uh, respondents, 87% said they support a merit-based approach. 87%? 87%. Good. According to 8% who supported a quota system for race and gender. 5%, I don't know. That held true across political affiliations, too. Most Democrats, Republicans, and Independents favoring merit-based hiring approaches. 93% of Republicans, 86% of Democrats, 90% of Independents. That's remarkable.
0: Okay, where's the disconnect? There's got to be one somewhere, right? What do you think, David? Is it that voters really are not in line with the political parties and the universities where you hear a lot of this stuff
4: in yeah. the corporations? I, I think that you have uh, Marxists trying to take over America, and they, you know the idea of increasing diversity sounds like a noble goal. It sounds good. I don't know anyone who's mm-hmm. against the idea of of hiring someone who is uh, black or asian or or uh hispanic or white you just want the right person for the right job but there's a lot of money through the ESG scam in having these diversity quotas and so companies see it and they're like all right cool also they use it as a as a smokescreen i mean that's like when you look at sam bankman-fried the the crypto bro with ftx yes. I mean, this guy didn't believe in any of it, but he used it to his advantage, and he was able to scam people out of millions of dollars as a result. (laughs) It is, man. Yeah. People buy right into that.
0: So, Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three of the day. Now, on with the countdown.
4: And up to number one. Number one, New York is lowering standards for students because the literacy rate dropped so much.
5: Yes. um, So, they've decided to do this to permanently lower the math and reading proficiency standards due to the fall. They're blaming it on COVID, of course, the lockdowns, destroying kids' education. So what do you do when that happens? Well, you just lower the standards, that's all. So tests show the schools are failing, so you just change the test. You change that around to make the schools look better. Now, one of the articles I read on this said, hey, while you're at it, change everything. Just do drag studies, climate activism, gender transition, <laughs> be done with it, maybe throw in a course of rioting as well, make it a public health imperative to go to, go to these schools. That's what they do. They just change the rules. Yes. Everybody over and over and over. now. See? See how this works? Yeah. Yes. Golly. Want I, another one? I fear for where we're going here.
0: A lot of people do. But I'm telling you, a lot of independents are waking up. They know what's going on. Where were they at Let's when get... I was in
5: school, lowering standards? Damn, I would have looked a whole lot better. Yeah. Want another one? <laughs> well, that's up to
0: you. I have one if you want it on New York City. Yeah, go ahead. A um, couple in Manhattan, did you hear this? Claim a restaurant they ordered on Saturday, gave them soup. It had a dead rat in it. Was that extra? <laughs> well, yeah, protein. <laughs> yeah. Yummy. They posted photos, and it does appear to be a small rat. Either that or a big mouse. They're suing. The Korean place they ordered from is accusing them of staging the whole thing. They posted security footage of a cook spooning soup out of a big pot. They claim it's the couple's order, and there's no way a large rodent would have gone unnoticed. So you can't really tell, though, much from the video. Mm-hmm. And the soup did have big chunks of meat <laughs> and vegetables in it.
5: Oh, God!
0: So is it then they're wondering if it's possible that they could have missed it. Oh,
4: gosh. Dang, man. Mm. yeah.
5: Pfizer's already got a vaccine now, though. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the Yelp review says, where do you think this is, Wuhan? By the way, there is a Yelp review as part of the
0: story. Oh, yeah. really? I want to go a little deeper. Really? Yes, Yes. Oh, my gosh. Because back in 2016, the couple had posted a Yelp review and had posted a picture of a fly that they found in a different restaurant soup. Wow. So, so they're trying to say, hey, they do this. But the health department is taking the whole rat thing seriously. They've already shut the place down for now. One report said the health officials found some rat droppings there. A mm. Couple said they offered a hundred dollars in compensation, then five grand, but never followed through, so now this couple is suing.
5: Hmm. And there you have it. Five grand for a rat in my soup? You do it. You'd do it for three. I eat the rat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and there's a trend. Earlier in the show, you were talking about how dog food looked good to you. The kibbles and bits. You thought it would be tasty. Wow. Oh, well. All right. Another news update on the way. And Nimrod's in the news straight ahead right here. Thank you. Yeah. Goodbye. Joe, jamie Markley, david van camp scott robbins thank you for being here
4: all right news update david van camp well i want to play something uh from the city of san francisco you see they got quite a pro- uh, crime problem going on right now uh yes. which is or was easily predictable uh, a couple of years ago when everybody started getting crazy about defunding the police and whatnot and running off Uh, police officers, good men and women who wear the badge. Uh, And now there are members of the Board of Supervisors and people within city government who are saying, hey, we got to get cops back out on the street. we got to do whatever it takes. It's almost like actions have consequences. Yes.
3: We don't want no more police. Is that clear?
4: So I want to play for you a piece of audio from a uh, a city official named Hillary Ronan who was talking about the Mission District, where there has been a whole lot of chaos, death and destruction after the equity of defunding the police.
8: I've been begging this department to give the Mission what it deserves in terms of police presence. It hurts and I feel betrayed by the department i feel betrayed by the mayor i feel betrayed by the priorities of the city we don't want our residents getting shot getting assaulted getting killed because in the mission chief it's not theft in the mission people are getting shot and killed in the mission people are getting beat up in the mission people are dying
6: dying
4: now let's go to the wayback machine the day was august 16th 2020. Hillary Ronan tweets, I want to make it clear that I believe strongly in defunding the police and reducing the number of officers on our force. For decades, we've had an imbalance in our city's budget with hundreds of millions of dollars going to SFPD to have them do work they are not qualified to do. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if
0: National News covered that person Mm -hmm. and what happens? That would be good. Mm -hmm. I would love to see that. Doubt if it's going to happen. Uh, one other thing real quick before Nimrods, being St. Patrick's Day, just quick quiz. Did it come from Ireland or not? People wonder these traditions. Eh, probably the
5: not, but I'll
0: say yes. Well, like St. Patrick, mm-hmm. he came from Ireland. No, he was British. Um, what about the corned beef and cabbage? Did that come from Ireland?
5: I don't know.
0: I have no idea. No, that's an American thing more common in Ireland to eat lamb, ham, or bacon. Uh, What about the drinking beer? I
5: imagine that came from Ireland. They like the booze.
0: Now, drinking in bars and pubs on St. Patrick's Day wasn't even allowed in Ireland until the 70s. 1970s. Wow. No. Yes, and green beer is believed to have been invented in New York City in the early 1900s. Holy cow. But wearing green. Yeah. That came from Ireland. Yeah. No, actually didn't. Okay. Did anything come from Ireland? No, that they think that became a thing in America. Um, St. Patrick himself was originally associated with the color blue. Yeah.
3: So, so all of it's a lie.
0: Well, it's, uh, it's American Irish, I guess, as far <laughs> as those traditions go. And with that, we go to Nimrod's.
1: When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, end. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show.
5: I love the poorly educated.
1: All right. Nimrod's the news. Oh, it's not
0: green beer. It's uh, pink water in a creek in Colorado. Officials notice it. Hey. What someone accidentally dumped pink dye into the local wastewater? It's non-toxic,
4: so relax. Yeah. Somebody dumped that in. It was a the why? Well, it was a gender reveal party. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's a good one.
4: That is very good, David. Yeah. That's a nice one in the week on. Well
0: played. That is Nimrod's of the news, and this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show.